you're a born-again Christian wife and you want to experience joy and abundant life while being a respectful wife, this is your show. My name is Lucy Martin and I'm a licensed therapist in the state of Maine and I'm also a certified relationship coach. I have the marriage of my dreams and I want that for you too. This is the show that's going to help you get there no matter how far gone things are right now. This is about inspiration and how magnetic biblical womanhood can really be, and it's also full of tons of super practical action steps you can take today. So let's dive in and see what God has for us. So you guys, I just wanted to share with you a story like I usually do. Um, This one has really become part of my why, like part of why I um, keep doing this even when um, it's challenging because it can be challenging for me to put myself out there and be vulnerable as an introvert and uh, it's just always outside my comfort zone. And part of why I keep doing it day after day um, is because of this client who I have, um, who I actually am going to have on the podcast in a future episode. And I just wanted to share with you a little bit of her story. Um, She had posted originally, I have been married to my husband for 10 years now. After about two years in, he really quit doing anything to be a partner in our marriage and has really left it all on me to do it all alone. I am to the point now where I have asked him more times than I can count to step up and he just doesn't change anything. He's selfish, angry, lazy, irresponsible. I have addressed it with him so many times and now I just feel like I want out because it would be easier and less stress on both me and our kids if we went our separate ways. I never wanted to be one to end with divorce, but he isn't even active in our marriage anyway. So what is the point? I guess I'm just, I don't know, looking for advice. Am I completely in the wrong to leave? Even though it seems like he wasn't really here anyway. He told me very recently that he hasn't heard any of what I've asked from him and that he just isn't cut out to be a father. So the reason I say this is part of my why is because I met this person shortly after she posted that and she became a member of the contentment studio. And here's what she has to say about how her life changed before becoming a member of the contentment studio, my marriage was broken. My husband had no idea I was done with it. I was praying often at the altar on Sunday for our marriage and that God would move in my husband's heart. All during this time, I prided myself on not talking to him for approximately three months. He would sneak a few words in now and again, but not a real conversation. I was talking trash to my kids about him my husband's actions towards me were noticeable to the kids. He had his snide comments toward me, but who could blame a man who could not do anything right? I was upset at him for not doing things I thought he should be doing with his time. I resented him for not doing the things that I thought he should be doing on his days off. Examples, working on our house that we are remodeling so we can move. 
go do a paint job for a guy that he would said he would do over a year ago, or at least met, let the man know he's not going to do it. So the way I handled him not doing what I thought he should be doing led me to not show him love in any way, shape, or form, and only talking to him when I wanted to. I even had my kids on board with me just by my actions and speech. I knew in my heart, if something didn't change, we would be getting a divorce or stay miserable. Lucy had commented in a Facebook group that I am a member of. I'm not sure what Lucy said, but I reached out to her to see if she could help. We had a deep conversation and I signed up for her membership. The membership experience was so eye-opening. It's hard to put into words. Lucy has such a heart for her work because she has been through this with her own marriage and wants other marriages to be as successful. I truly believe if God had not brought us together, I would still be in a state of misery. I learned so many new skills that I didn't even know that would or could be affecting my marriage and my own self. Here are a few examples. I take care of myself daily, doing something I want to do, setting boundaries and staying on my own paper leads to being a much happier wife and mom. I am now exercising daily and doing activities that I want to do, but most importantly, I'm staying on my own paper. Staying on my own paper is the best advice that Lucy gave me. If your marriage means anything to you, this membership is definitely worth it. You will learn so much about yourself and how you treat yourself matters. The workshop is so life-changing. I just can't put it into words. I am on a mission to show my children what a healthy, happy marriage looks like. As I implemented what I was learning, I started to see a change in my husband. He started doing what I wanted him to do without me saying a word. I can't explain it. It just happened. You too can experience the same thing if you are willing to put into action what you learn in membership. So the reason I'm telling you her story is just to provide an example and some inspiration of how powerful it can be to take action. Um, she started by taking some small actions. Um, and one of the things that she said, well, what she said was the most powerful thing she learned was something called staying on your own paper. So that's something I want to share with you as an invitation to action for this week. Um, so staying on your own paper is a powerful tool for relinquishing control. And all it really means is that you're going to basically think of an image where you're in a classroom and everyone has a paper in front of them and you need to do your own work. So um, this is something that I learned from Laura Doyle in her relationship coach training and all of her materials are big on this idea of staying on your own paper. And I, I would concur with this client that it's one of the most powerful things that I've learned from her. So the idea of this is that, um, 
God has given us certain finite amount that we can control and we need to focus our energy on that, do our work there. And when um, tempted to stray onto a husband's paper about, you know, oh, he should be doing that paint job that he said he would do a year ago, we can call ourselves back to our own paper by asking ourselves, how do I feel and what do I want? So this is my invitation to you. And again, this comes directly out of the work of Laura Doyle. So I want to give her the credit here. Um, and But I just want to invite you this week to really make a conscious effort to stay on your own paper and see how that goes. And when you notice yourself straying onto your teenager's paper or your mother-in-law's paper or your husband's paper, you can return to your own paper by asking yourself, how do I feel and what do I want? And you can let me know on Facebook how it's going. An exciting new membership opportunity is happening at the Contentment Studio. This is created as a response to what women have been telling me that they want. And honestly, it's what I've been wanting for years. A sisterhood of women with similar values, passionate about God and marriage. It's what I've always wanted and I'm excited to hang out with you there. It's also incredibly affordable, which is important to me because I know times are tough for families. Membership equips you with the very same specific tools I use every day to bulletproof my own marriage against the enemy. And if you're a born-again Christian wife, I just love the opportunity to get to know you better. There's no pressure to join membership. You can just be part of our free Facebook group. Vicki, I'm so excited to be talking to you. Vicki Stevenson is my dear friend who is a fellow relationship coach. And I just love her walk with God. She's inspired me in so many ways. And I'm just so excited to be having this conversation with you, Vicki. Oh, Lucy, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. My heart is full already. Thank <laughs> yes. Well, this is going to be so much fun. So I wanted to start, if you could just tell us a little bit about your walk with God, rather than me trying to put it into my introduction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, I walked the aisle when I was seven, eight years old, very young. And for you people know, as who may be from other places around the world, can you explain or, you know, just maybe don't know what you mean? Can you explain what walk the aisle means? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I asked Jesus into my heart to be my savior when I was seven or eight years old, something like that. And I, um, you know, in my young mind, it was um, looking back. I meant it with all my heart, but I also know that I had a lot of fear. Like I didn't want to go to hell <laughs> and I, I wanted this ticket to heaven. And so it was, 
I think the gospel to me at that time and growing up, it was a lot of, it seemed like a lot of rules, a lot of don't do this, don't do that, do this. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it wasn't until my early thirties that I had a deep desire to really have a relationship with God. So that's been a, that's been a little while ago now, just a few years. Just a few years ago. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Tell me about your, your Christian walk uh, meets being married and being a mom. What was that like? Um, Yeah. So my husband and I, um, we got involved in our church and um, we, we were very active. I mean, it was never waking up on Sundays thinking, are we going to go to church? I mean, we, our boys never questioned that. We have twin boys who are now 34 years old. The joy, I mean, such joy. And um, so we, as I was growing in my walk with the Lord, I was also along with my husband, raising these two boys. And so as I look back on it, Lucy, so much, I think, wow, they were kind of raising me. Mm -hmm. I mean, as I would teach them things like, it's about what's in your heart. You know, it's not because we can look good on the outside, but it's about what's in your heart. Then I would have a misstep and yell at them or whatever. And they would go, mom, what's in your heart? I mean, so it was a lot of just, you know, I mean, God was just grooming and he still is to this day, of course, and will be until we reach heaven. Yes, for sure. Yes. So do you, what, so you decided to become a relationship coach. We were actually in coach training together with Laura Doyle Connect. We did Laura Doyle Connect's relationship coach training together. What made you decide to do that? Yeah, my story is kind of interesting. I had been in pharmaceutical sales and medical sales for a long time. And I had found out that I could retire from that. And so I decided to retire. But I knew that I wanted a next career. And I've always been passionate about marriage and um, personal growth. And I knew, and so I decided, I think I want to become, I thought I was going to do life coaching school and become a life coach. One morning, God dropped in my inbox a devotion and the lady referenced Laura Doyle and her book. And I thought, oh my goodness, how have I never heard of this lady? Because it really spoke to me. It was about respecting your husband, which I had been digging into. Like, what does that even mean? Right. And um, I thought I was doing it. I mean, I thought, well, I am a respectful wife and I am doing that. But my husband had told me some years prior to this, that he thought one of our problems was that I did not respect him. And I was blown away because I thought, of course, I respect you. I mean, 
And then I asked him his definition of respect because I thought maybe we just had two different definitions. So when she spoke to um, respecting your husband in that devotion and referenced Laura's book, I quickly got online and just found this whole world, this whole plethora of information on Laura's website. And I knew that I knew that I knew that God had led me to this. And this is where I was supposed to go get training. Now, what is funny, Lucy? Um, I thought I wanted to do this because I wanted to go help other women. Right. What I didn't know is that no one needed this training more than I did. Yeah, God. Became- I love that you brought up this respect piece because I really feel like God has opened my eyes to what it means to respect your husband through this work. And it's so different than what, you know, certainly what I thought before and, and what I see as a general understanding of Christian wives around me. So let's try to unpack that as much as we can. Um, I love it. What was, when he, you asked him for his definition, did, do you remember what he said? Oh, I'll never forget it. (laughs) We were having dinner, just the two of us. And I asked him his definition and he thought for a minute as men do, you know, he don't just rattle off something. I mean, he thought about it and he said, you know, I can't really define it for you, but I can give you an example And I said, okay. And he said, it's the way your mother treats your dad. And I was like, wow. Okay. So in my mind, I'm thinking, huh, this is really interesting. I mean, I grew up watching my mom and dad. How, I mean, I don't, but I really couldn't tell you what it was. So I went and asked my mother and I told her what my husband had said about her. She said it's the greatest compliment she ever received. Yeah. And what and I said, but mom, what would you say it is? And she didn't know the skills, you know, quote unquote, these skills, but this is what she did say. And what she did say is completely correct, but I guess I wasn't there yet to really hear it. So, but what she said was, you have got to let your husband be who he is yeah. with, you know, you've got to stop trying to change him. You got to let him be who he is. Yes. Yeah. So you're saying that, so you, it sounds like you took that in and maybe tried to do that. Well, I thought to myself, you know, I, I do let him be himself. I mean, I I just, I couldn't see it. I could not see it. Now that I, see what disrespect is, I can't unsee it. Yes. And when I now am disrespectful, I quickly want to clean up my side of the street because it's just not who I am anymore. But Lucy, I had bought into the lie that it was my husband's job to make me happy. I mean, I thought the two become one. It's my job to make him happy. It's his job to make me happy. And I just thought he wasn't keeping up his end of the deal. I mean, I'm over here in my mind, you know, sure. I'm just being so awesome 
and he's just not doing it. Right. He's not doing what I needed him to do. And so that left me sometimes or many times feeling um, unseen, um, lonely, even at times, although we were super busy, we were a busy family. Our kids played sports and we were involved in different things in the community and our church life. And um, yeah, so, you know, busy, being busy sometimes I even added things to my plate. And in retrospect, I do wonder if it was so I didn't have to pause yeah. and look in the mirror <laughs> because that's only been over the last three years. Right. And you really have, have done that over the last three years. I know um, it's been my privilege to kind of watch you do that. And when you did it, you really did it. <laughs> um, Thank you. Yeah. Which is so inspiring. And I just, I love this because I, one thing I'm hearing is, you know, your marriage wasn't that bad. Like you didn't think that there was a big marriage problem. Like that's not really why you came to this. And yet you're so grateful that you got this perspective on respect that you didn't have before. Oh, Lucy, it has completely, these skills, I feel like, um, I mean, they're all biblical. Each one of these six skills, they're all yeah. biblical. And um, although I know in the book, there's not scripture tied to it, but you can read about gratitude. You know, God tells us in Philippians 4, and I often say, I feel like I've tapped in, and God's told us the secret to happiness. I mean, he tells us where to focus on whatever's lovely, whatever's right, whatever's praiseworthy, whatever's noble, all those adjectives. He says, think on those things. But I feel like learning these skills, first of all, I remember where I was standing. We were in coach training and I remember the day I, I was standing right there in my kitchen the day it hit me, these skills are for me. Yeah. They're not to get him or them or her or anybody else to do anything. They're not a manipulation tactic. Right. They're to change me. They're for me. And I began to look in the mirror and I began to see all the ways that I was disrespecting my husband. I would finish his sentences I would ask him leading questions or when he would come in to share something, we have our own company when he would come in and share something, you know, that happened during the day. I mean, I would, well, did you say it like that? Or, I mean, just questioning everything to the point that I feel like he began to just kind of not share with me anymore. And I had told myself the story, well, he's maybe just not a big talker. Right. <laughs> it couldn't possibly have anything to do with me. Yes. <laughs> but God, oh God, he's so amazing. He began to show me me mm. and Lucy. Oh, Lucy, there were days that brought me to my knees. Yes. I had a lot of apologizing. Yes to do so really <laughs> yes 
I had no idea. No idea. Yes. And I knew it was important to be a respectful wife. Like Jesse and I talked about it when we were dating. I mean, I knew it wasn't the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. And I had, I mean, you, it sounds like you were raised that way and you still, it's still how to, it's hard to articulate, right? Like we're in the articulating it business and I still find it hard to articulate. That's why I wanted to have a podcast about it so that we could at least hear some different women are trying to articulate. (laughs) I mean, Lucy, I just, I'm so grateful that you are doing this. Because this, it's powerful to hear other people's stories because it's hard to put words to, I mean, I can give examples, but I can't really define respect. I can give you examples of what it isn't and then what, you know, ways I'm practicing being respectful. But I just, I didn't even realize that, I mean, they pick up on our energy. So, you know, we can put a smile on, you know, we can put lipstick on the pig. <laughs> it's so big. And yeah, it's just been, um, it's just led to such incredible freedom, being willing to look in the mirror. It all begins. The only thing I have control over is me. And if anyone would have asked me if I'm a controlling person, I would have said, heavens no. I mean, I am... No, I am not. I had no idea all the ways that I was controlling. It was under the water. You know, it was peddling really hard under the water. I'm not a girl that would bust up in the room and get you told or whatever. But <laughs> I was definitely controlling. Yes. I was peddling like crazy to make things happen the way I wanted them to go. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just led to such incredible freedom. Yes, so I feel so connected to you. I totally relate to you and um so grateful for you to unpack some of this in your own words. Um mm-hmm. it's just it's such a gift. Um mm-hmm. because you have that wisdom too of like you really came to this from a place of ministry rather than like you didn't think there was anything. <laughs> like I didn't think there was a- Yeah. I mean, I thought this is just how everybody is. And I mean, I really didn't know anyone that had that, you know, that it seemed their marriage was better. You know what I'm saying? Like it was normal. Yeah. I mean, it was just normal. We were just normal doing life. I mean, we had fun trips and I mean, we had definitely had bumps in the road for sure. Um, But the biggest change I see um I was I was one of these girls you know how scripture talks about love keeps no record of wrong yes I was keeping all kinds of records and what I would do is I would you know hang on to this stuff and there I was a pleaser but the other side of pleasing is resentment yeah and so I had a lot of resentment And then I would just, we would have to have a talk and I would bring up everything. I mean, I, I, I can't even hardly tolerate thinking about how I did, but that's what I would do. And he would promise, you know, he'd finally give and promise to do better and all that. I can tell you since the day 
I started coach training. We have not had a state of the union. Right. Yes. Uh Oh, you went quiet, Vicki. Oh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So we have not had, we, we just, that's just not who we are anymore. Right. That's not who I am. I changed the dance. All I can do is all I have control over is me. So I began to look in the mirror and really see through the help of people like you. I mean, you and I did swapping up coaching during yes. training and you were so powerful in my life, helping me see um, blind spots. It's like we're in a jar and we can't see the label. You helped me see the label. I mean, I can't see it. Right. And I just think coaching is so powerful because it, it helped me see myself, which is the only thing I can change. Yeah. I began to, and really digging into scripture has come alive for me. It's just like, it's come alive. Um, just realizing second Peter one, three, God tells me he's given us everything we need for life and godliness. And it's through our knowledge of him who has called us by his grace and goodness. And I've got everything I need. I already, it's already in there. I don't need to do anything. It's already there. And so now this has led this understanding and just the incorporating these skills into my life. Um, it's helped me show up in my relationships and not just my marriage. I mean, with my children, with my daughter-in-laws, my amazing daughter-in-laws. I mean, it's helped me show up needing nothing from them. Yes. But wanting everything for them. Right. But I don't need them to do anything. And I don't need Roger, my husband, to do anything anymore for me to experience joy. Yes. I'm responsible for my happiness. And that's the key, isn't it? To finding a way to provide ministry to your family and more without getting depleted, without that, right? Yes, it's so true. We just cannot pour from an empty vessel. And if I'm not making sure, instead of looking on Roger's paper, that it's his job to make me happy, I didn't even know what would make me happy, to be honest with you. Right. So when we were asked in training to write down 20 things that would make us ridiculously happy, I could list about three. Yes, me too. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Right. But really digging in there and thinking about and getting to know myself, getting to know what brings me joy. What, I mean, I just never had slowed down enough to really even know who I was, if that makes sense. Oh, so. it makes sense. <laughs> Sounds very familiar. And I think most women can relate to that yes. um, once we get caught up in all the duties of life. Yes, exactly. So it's been just, um, you know, and it hasn't been just this linear thing. I mean, it'd be, you know, five steps forward and three back right. and then 
three steps forward and two back. I mean, it was, um, and it still is. I mean, there, but here's the thing that I know that I know that I know. I have the tools now to clean up my side of the street and get myself back on track. Yes. It's just, you know, living out, digging in scripture. Um, I love finding scripture that goes along with our six intimacy skills because it's throughout, you know, I mean, they're so, it's so powerful. And, you know, I, I know that I know that I know I have the tools to get, to look in the mirror, to see, you know, how could I have done this differently? Not to beat myself up, but to learn from it. And another little saying that I have just adopted is um, everything is for me. Everything, even the bumps in the road or for me to learn because I couldn't know happy if I didn't know sad. Yes. I couldn't know this peaceful life if I didn't know the hard. And so it's just recognizing God is sovereign. Nothing's gone wrong. It is all for me. Mm, That's so beautiful. I love that. And you're so wise. And I just, I really appreciate this uh, conversation because I, I'm younger than you and it kind of feels like a, a Titus two conversation. I really appreciate it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it makes me actually, I have a desire um, to kind of put you on the spot and ask you a couple of hard questions that people have asked me lately. Sure. Because I've had a couple people lately that I was talking to say something like, well, I asked my husband about this and he said, I'm not responsible for how crazy he is. This is real. This happened. And I was not, you know, I, I just find it can be, it was so far right from, from the heart of this work and from my heart and from that it was almost hard to bridge the gap and, and communicate into that. Okay. Let me make sure I understand the question. So the question is the wife said, I'm not responsible for his crazy. Yes. So she was saying she wanted to work with me and she asked her husband about it or she expressed a desire to her husband and, and her husband said, well, I'm not sure about those methods because you're, it's not your fault when I go, when I go all crazy on you. Oh, yeah. yeah, which I thought was really lovely of him. I said, wow, it sounds like your husband really, really is like really accountable and really cares. I mean, that's a beautiful heart message there. Right? Isn't it? But again, I go back to what I said earlier. The skills are not for him or to get him to. Right. It is about me. It is about you. It is about the client yes. looking in the mirror and just it leads to such incredible freedom. I just call it my palms up life. Yeah. Not hustle and grinding anymore. White knuckle gripping life. It's leaned back. You know, it's um ebb and flow. We don't hustle and grind. 
And it's just a beautiful way of living. So the skills are not about getting him to, or being responsible for his crazy or yes, all about looking at myself. It starts with that big shiny mirror, yeah. <laughs> just looking in the mirror at how can I show up differently in life? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for responding to that. Cause it, it was like, it hurt because I was just like, Oh, that's so not what this is. And, um, yes. So mm. thank you for asking. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause I, I always want to, you know, what, everything that whenever something like that happens, I just feel like, Oh, I need to do a better job of communicating. Right. Like that's just how I take that. It's like, Oh, I, I need to do a better job of communicating. And I think sometimes people take this into, um, maybe something they've been told in the past. Like I've had, um, some potential clients say to me something like, well, I've already tried doing that. <laughs> like I've already tried respecting him and it didn't make him stop drinking. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't work. It didn't quote unquote work. <laughs> yes. It didn't yes. work. I've already tried respecting him and it didn't work. Yes. yes. But again, it, I mean, I just say it again. It is about us. It is about our way of being. This is not to get him to do anything because in my experience with my husband, we've been married 37 years. He can sniff out manipulation. Yes. And I think, I, you know, in the past, I would think, why? Well, I'm covered that up, you know, I mean, I did have kind of this underlying expectation, but he don't sense it. He does newsflash Vicki Stevenson. He does. <laughs> and so it's just about this, this work is about, uh, it's about me. It's about the client. It's about you. It's not about our husbands. Yes so true and it's so it's so powerful because we also we just get to be soft and feminine and be who God created us to be and it's such a luxury really it's like coming home it is it is it's like we finally found home so beautiful and it really does change us it's changed your face too Vicki it's it's really changed us um that we you know during this time we've known each other we can you can see the change in each other and it's a beautiful thing. Oh yeah. me, I'm receiving that down to my toes. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Well, that's a beautiful place for us to pause. And if you would just be so good as to pray for our listeners today. Yes, I would love that'd be my honor. Father, we come before you, Lord, truly abundantly in awe of who you are and God, just how much you love us. We are your daughters and you literally delight in us. And I can't wrap my brain around that. The God of the universe delighting in his daughters, but God, I praise you for it. And I thank you that you dropped this work into my inbox one morning, Lord, on a long journey to start to see myself, Lord. And I pray, Father, for all of those who will listen to this podcast, Lord. I pray that you give them the courage 
to step out in faith and take that big shiny mirror and begin to look at themselves, Lord, because that is all any of us have control over is ourselves. And it is only through um, the power that you have given us that we can even go there, Lord. So Father, I lift up marriages. I pray that um, that you strengthen marriages across our land, Lord, and then you help us as we continue on this mission that we're on with Laura Dole to end world divorce, Lord. Thank you that we can come before you. Lord, I also want to say thank you so much for Lucy and just what she has meant in my life and for the courage she had to start this podcast. I pray that you are so glorified for it's in your son's holy name that I pray. Amen. So much. So, um, how can people find you if they want to get in touch with you for coaching? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Lucy. Yeah. Um, the best way to get me is through an email and it's Vicki, V-I-C-K-I underscore Stevenson, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N at me me.com so vicky underscore stevenson at me.com awesome well i'll put that in the show notes as well and i just thank you so much for being here this has been such a delight mm, it has truly been my honor lucy thank you so much for asking me and being on this journey with me Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd be so grateful if you would just take a sec to support this ministry by writing a review of this podcast. If you do so and send me a screenshot, I'll send you a shorter version of the really lovely devotional workbook that I've been giving to all my new members. And I'd love to spread the hope and empowerment that this work brings far and wide. So please consider sharing an episode with a friend. Also, I'd love to welcome you into the Contentment Studios free Facebook community. It's the community that goes with this podcast where it's just a fun, positive space where we talk about these skills, dive into God's word together, pray together. We are building something super special that I know you would love. 